Live from the Heartland Mamas studios, this is the Heartland Mamas podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Henry. The Heartland Mamas podcast can be heard on all podcast platforms, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, and probably part of the Demcast USA network. And as of today, you have 295 days left to save the USA. So I hope you're out there working for Democratic candidates so we can keep our country from falling into fascism. Um, Yesterday, I did not talk about Martin Luther King. Everybody was talking about Martin Luther King, and I needed to kind of think it through and process it. Not that I didn't realize that his birthday was coming up, but because there was just so much in my head that goes along with that, I wanted to share with you the fact that his death did not happen in a vacuum and that his work does continue on. Um, See, his death, I think, was rooted in the Brown v. Ford Board of Education Supreme Court decision, which ended uh, separate but equal, because even though education was separate, it was not equal if you were not white. If you were not white, you were not getting the same education as people who were white. And I think that's where it kind of began with him, because um, not too long after that, uh, Medgar Edwards was murdered. If you've ever seen the movie Mississippi Burning, and if you haven't, go and watch it today. But June 11th, 1964, Medgar Evers was uh, murdered. And this all, it all goes together. Um, I do not have recollections of the August 28th, 1963 March on Washington. I did study it in in college. I did learn a little bit about it in high school. Um, but it was a powerful moment in our nation's history. The, the My recollections of that, I think, are more um, anecdotal instead of, uh, true, you know, actual in time. I think it's just stuff I look back on and, and remember from seeing the, the news releases. But then in November 11th, 1963, uh, President John F. Uh, Kennedy was assassinated. And I was watching Bozo. My siblings had gone back to school, but I was watching Bozo and he came out and told us. And Bozo was sad and I went and told my mom and then she was sad too. But then things were kind of unremarkable for a couple of years. But then July 21st, 1965, Malcolm X was was murdered. And if you haven't seen the movie Malcolm X, you should watch it. It's a long one. Plan ahead, lots of snacks and beverages. It's a long movie, uh, but an excellent one. And everyone should see it because you need to understand the man to understand the movement, right? Um, And my parents were very concerned about Malcolm X being murdered. And all this time, the Vietnam War is is raging. It started in 1955 and went till until 1975. But I was a little child when it was going on, and I saw all the angst and the upset and and people just being uh, appalled and against it from my parents who were against the war, uh, even though they were staunch Republicans. To you know the the kids in my community. You know, the protests that happened right in Elmhurst, Illinois. Um, and the other day, uh, I was shopping. And I was in Menards. And it was one of those trips at Menards where I was here, and then I was there, and then I was all over the place with my husband. And I came across two elderly men talking about why Medicare costs so much. And I thought, oh, I know this one. But I wasn't going to interrupt him to tell them. But um, in June, July 30th, 1965, President Johnson signed into law both Medicare and Medicaid. And the reason Medicare costs so much is it was meant to keep not white people out of all white hospitals and keep them in the county hospitals that were meant for not white people. And that's why Medicare has a copay and why Medicare needs a, a additional coverage in order to cover it. It goes right back to 1965. So if you've got a problem with that, uh, since a lot of the doctors 
doctors that in our area are not white. Um, Mr. Mann from Menards, that's your problem. That goes back to, to Johnson and bigotry and racism and trying to keep separate but equal, but not calling it that. Call it Medicare and Medicaid. Um in 1965, July or August 6th, Johnson signed into law the Voting Rights Act. And we've had a lot of discussions about this because finally it made sure that that not white people got to vote just like white people did. And that was very upsetting to a lot of the racists and bigots, especially those whose families came from families that used to own the families of not white people. Does that make sense? Right. These are the progeny of the progeny, and they have a problem with that. So that started Nixon's Southern strategy. He started dividing the racists and the bigots from the not racists and bigots and working that Johnson stronghold of the South and making it uh, a Nixon Republican stronghold. Okay, so that had everything to do with the Voting Rights Act and feeling the heat from the Voting Rights Act. Uh, Johnson, on March 31st, 1968, decided he wasn't going to run again between the Vietnam War and the, and the civil rights era. Uh, this was, you know, it was no bueno for him. So on April 4th, uh, just a few days later, that's when MLK was murdered. So he was murdered April 4th, uh, 1968, just five days after Johnson said he wouldn't run again. Um, but Johnson forged ahead. We had riots, race riots. I mean, when MLK was murdered, my, my parents were worried that the country was coming apart at its racist seams. Okay, we didn't mend them after the Civil War. Uh, we didn't mend them after this era of civil rights. We didn't mend them up after Trump when he came down the escalator and called not white people murderers and racists. We didn't, you know, hold them accountable. We need to make racism wrong again. But on April 4th, 1968, Johnson signed into law um, the Civil Rights Act. So that really got things going with the Nixon Southern strategy. Then June 6th, 1968, Bobby Kennedy was murdered. You know, and I saw that as a kid on TV. You know, it happened in real time and, and they, they replayed it over and over again when he gets shot in like a laundry room. It was terrible. So then he was supposed to be at the... Uh, Chicago Democratic National Convention in 1968, where they were going to crown RFK um, to be to Bobby Kennedy to be the next uh, Democratic presidential candidate, the heir apparent to Johnson. That didn't work out because he was assassinated and they stuck in Hubert Humphrey, which caused the riots because nobody could take the paradigm shift between Humphrey and Kennedy, it was just too big of a gap. So everybody was pissed off. And those riots were on the news every night because I lived in the Chicago suburbs at that time. Well, Mayor Daley of Chicago was so pissed and so embarrassed by what happened at the um, at the National Convention, because he's a Democrat, and he got so mad that he worked with the FBI, and they got together on December 4th, 1969, and murdered Black Panther Fred Hampton in his sleep. In his apartment. He wasn't doing anything. And why is this all connected to Martin Luther King? Because nothing happens in a vacuum. This all happened within six years of my young life. Assassinations and murders in public, 
they were the new form of lynching because these people, Johnson and Kennedys and 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 MLK uh, and Medgar Evers, they'd all stepped out of line. You were being uppity and out there and not doing, not staying in your place, not knowing your place. So they were murdered, sometimes by a group of people, sometimes by a, 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 an assassin, a single assassin. But all of this is all together. And we need to remember that in this time, this election reminds me so much of that election time with Nixon, when Nixon beat Humphrey. And um, we didn't need Nixon, and we certainly don't need another four years of Trump, so he can tear us apart limb from limb to get his retribution, because he's told us that that's what he's going to do. Um, but I wanted to say in closing that what I remember with Martin Luther King is he was a man that believed that a rising tide raises all boats. I believe that too. I, I learned a lot from him, from studying his life. And it's important. His work is ongoing and forever. So from the ed edge of the Great Red Divide, this has been the Heartland Mamas podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Henry. I know I rushed this through, but I was trying to get it done in 10 minutes and I got to get to a, uh, an event. So you take care. See you later. Vote blue no matter who. Bye-bye.